millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Finding your perfect home was hard. But thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. My name is Kyron Wheatley and you are listening to Wax Quizzical, the podcast where we do the quiz from the Saturday paper. My guest today, the contestant uh, who is doing the quiz, is Mr. Reese Nicholson. Hey. How are you? I'm very busy. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You know from living with me, I've got a lot on. <laughs> I've got to replay Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. I've got to avoid the small amount of work I've been offered. <laughs> avoid it at all costs. <laughs> This is going to be pandemic-free, this podcast. Well, yeah, I wasn't talking about the pandemic. No, you're just... I'm you're just very lazy. You've just got a lot on. That's understandable. I know. I yeah. see from the other room. But, you know, you do you do more than play. You, you cook. What have I been cooking lately? I made... Hey, I spent a long time yesterday making a spaghetti bolognese. A long time. Really drew out that process. Delicious, though. Yeah. Came out on top. Are you much of a quizzer? Have you, have you, do you do many quizzes? Do you like uh, quiz shows on the telly? I often giggle at the word quiz. Uh, Sounds like a word. Sounds yeah. like cheers, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, not even for that reason. If you just break down, it's a very funny word. Yeah, I do like a quiz. Um, I'm very bad at them, though. But I feel like that's my charm. Well, would you like a brains trust to help you through today's I'd quiz? I'd love a brains trust. Oh, if I only had a brains trust. Don't know that one. Well, first of all, we have it's a big hello to an award-winning airline chef, Cathay Pacific. Welcome, Cathay. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted. Did I? I sorry, I, I said Cathay Pacific, and just that's just um, out of yes. habit, I guess, because Cathay is it Cathay or Cathy? Well, it's Cathay as it's spelt. Oh, sorry. So it's Cathay as in C A T H A Y Cathay Pacific. Of course. Like the airline. I don't understand. Oh, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> Do you know Cathay Pacific, the the airline? There's a. I am Cathay Pacific. I I mean, can you really truly know yourself? 
What food do you specialise in, Cathay? I actually specialise in airline food. Do you have any favourite dishes to serve up to uh, people on the planes? Oh, goodness me, how long do we have? Can I, can I ask a question? <laughs> About 30 seconds. Can I ask a question? Uh, do you specialise in, like, do you make food for the plane or are you making plane food on land? That is a great question and a common question. Uh, people are confused by that often, but no, I design menus to be served on aircraft. And I must say, I've only heard, famously from comedians, I've only heard good stuff about, about plain food. <laughs> so well, thank I've, you so much. It really is an art and it yeah. really tickles me to hear you say that. Yeah. One of the things I've noticed really about uh, recently about airline food is that they're shrinking down the the... The sort of setup, you know, in the old days you used to have little containers on containers in containers, and now it's just sort of, you know, thrown at you in a box. Everything's become mm. a curry. You're welcome. That was yeah. that was my decision. Actually. Was that you? Across the board, yes. Yeah. Well, I am the chief, uh, like the union representative for airline chefs, and we did have a meeting last year where we decided. It just simplifies things. It's more sustainable, eco-friendly to have fewer dishes. Yeah. So, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Some wear aprons. <laughs> there's often there's often a quiz in the airline magazine. Do you ever get to do the, the quiz in the sky? Oh, dreams are free. But no, when I'm up there flying away, I'm working hard. So you're actually up there making it's... the food on the plane? Uh, where else would you make it? You're ma- you all the really dishes. don't understand airline food at all, no, do you? No, I don't. But you're better at quizzes. I always... <laughs> I always thought they pre-made everything, but no, you're in. There's a kitchen in on the plane. To order. And how are you? How I do it. How are you with flying? Do you like? Do you like flying? No, that's um, probably the biggest challenge for me as an airline chef. I've got a real phobia of flying. Yeah. Um, And initially, my career um, was born out of a flight that I took. I started cooking to distract myself from the terror, and I was so good at it that. No, you, I'm just, just cooking at your seat. Just cooking at your seat. And mm-hmm. and wow. I'm sure we'll get to our other guests at some point. Uh, but the, when you're cooking up there, are you which part of the plane? There is like an adjacent small kitchen. Sorry, a small kitchen adjacent to the cockpit. Um, oh, it's a real fast situation. So it's, but but I find that the terror gives me a culinary edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Let's hear from our, um, our other member of the Brains Trust. Can't wait. Genevieve Pemberton, uh, a naperist. Hello, Genevieve. Hello. A naperist. What's that? Um, I specialise in napery. So I've actually worked in a lot of restaurants, um, mostly folding, but I've also oh. done a little bit of designing as well. <laughs> napery. As in napkin? Napkins. Napkins, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've uh, come from a long line of naperists, but I did uh, want to be a chef, didn't get there, so that's all right. It's, um, I'm very happy where I am. Have you done any napery work in the sky? Um, sky napery, I, a beautiful funny. name for a girl. It's funny, actually. Um, Cathay might not remember me, but I did pitch for, for, um, for an airline job uh, and I didn't get it, so I don't know if you remember me. No, I have no memory of you. Yeah, actually. that's all right, because it's fine. I find some of my favourite naperism is the swan. I like the chicken, the like the roast chicken one. You can make a napkin look like a roast chicken. I once went to a hotel and they had that, and I was really, 
uh, like they made a towel look like a chicken. Yeah. I imagine that's quite basic for a, a professional naperist. Um, I mean, I often think that a lot of beauty, um, uh, it comes from the simple things. So I quite like a croissant. Um, I love um, uh, the telescope. Um, I've got so many. Uh, I've done a couple of guitars, but I really prefer a flute. Um, wow. I just think it's nice to have. I don't want to. I don't want to get to my table and think I don't want to dismantle that. I want to think that's accessible. Mm. I, I, I don't mind destroying it. Is the, are any of the instruments playable? Uh, no, they're made out of a um, fabric. Oh, should we do a quiz? So they're okay. just they're just shapes, actually. Are you are you a fan of quizzes, Genevieve? Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, very very much so. Thank you for having me. Also great to be here with Cathay again, <laughs> despite the lack of. It's, it's so memory. nice to meet you for the first time. I'm very excited. All right, well, let's get into it. There's 10 questions here. We're all working towards uh, the same score um, that will be for me. put against Reese's name. Oh, the same team. We're all on the same team. Okay, we'll see. So question number one. <laughs> this, here's one for the sports lovers. The president of the International Olympic Committee is Thomas Watt. Uh-oh. Who is the president of the International Olympic Committee? Has Have, have you ever taken athletes to the Olympics or fed them on their way to the Olympics, Cathay? Well, I mean, it depends where they are. Um, sometimes athletes drive, depending on where they're coming from. So you'll have mm. to be more specific with that question, I'm afraid. I guess I guess uh, in-car meals is a whole different part of the culinary business. Yes, and <laughs> not that there's, you know, bad blood between those parts of our industry, but I'd rather not comment on car meal in, at, at this time. I mean, I have no knowledge about sport whatsoever. All I know of uh, the Olympics is I remember the man uh, announcing the Sydney Olympics and him turning the word Sydney into three syllables. That's the extent of my memory of sport. Sydney. I actually remember um, writing a limerick, um, uh, not a limerick, a poem about um, the Sydney Olympics. Yeah, and it began, um, "'Twas in a town called Monaco where country leaders came from north and south and east and west to hear of the 2000 Games." Um, yeah, that's the beginning of that poem. <laughs> yeah. Thank wow. you for sharing that. That's Very beautiful. Good to be so vulnerable with not, that. Not just Napier. I was going to say, I didn't realise that you'd find time amongst your Napierism to, to write limericks. And also not limericks to do with napery. Yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, I did want to be a poet, um, but a lot of my self-esteem was destroyed when I lost an account with airlines, so I've um, not quite recovered from that. That is such a coincidence. I work in airlines. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, we have, do we have any idea who the president of the International Olympic Committee might be? Thomas, it's a, it's a man's name, so I guess it will be a man's yeah, I, surname. Yeah. I do know that the first name is Thomas. Mm. <laughs> Good one. Yes. Yeah, that's in the question there. Do you yeah. think Thomas Hanks? That's a famous Thomas. Well, it um, might actually be one of those things where, like, the name determined the career. You know, like Usain Bolt. We were talking about this nominal in the determinism. Room you... Yeah, exactly. Um, so maybe it's something like um, Thomas Five Rings or something. Yeah, Thomas Gold. Thomas Medal. Thomas. Thomas Quick Feet. Thomas <laughs> Fast Arms. Thomas Sporting Bureaucracy. <laughs> We need it. We we will need an answer on question one. So. Thomas, keeping a certain amount of your feet on the ground during the walking one. Reese, would you? Yes, that's. I mean, that's an option as well. Would you like to lock in? What What are the answers that you've heard here so far today? Yeah, that last you? one sounds probably. I'm the most pretty accurate. happy to stick with, and let's all say it together. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, keeping, keeping all, all his feet, feet on, on the, the ground, ground in, in the, the walking, walking one. one. In the walking one. 
Question number two. How many weapons are there in the original version of Cluedo? So we're sticking with sport. As a mother, I would already say too many weapons. I've played it once. I remember we played it once. And I still never quite grasped how to play it. <laughs> I don't, is it just me or is it a very confusing game? Yeah, I've only played it a couple of times and I couldn't tell you the rules. I know that there's a you there's you in the middle of the board is who did it and everything you've got to try and work it out but I mean just call the police. But also quite difficult to kill someone with a candlestick I think like unless you're kind of putting it uh, in an tried? office I don't know how because the flame extinguishes so easily you could use it to bludgeon a victim but that's only if the candlestick itself is in a candelabra. You're confusing a candlestick and a candle. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that's what I've you done. would be surprised how I've many done. times. So sorry. If I had a dollar, <laughs> I'd so, have a few more if I had a job. But I've really gone back to my old one, haven't I? So Genevieve, just to get this straight, you've always believed of that game that it was just a ca- like a wax candle. <laughs> I guess when you say it out loud, that that is what has happened. Yeah. Well, there are bonus points here for naming the weapons. So that's up to right. six bonus points. Candlestick, gun, rope, um, a gun. I believe there was a gun, which just always use the gun. <laughs> always the gun. Was a fish one? Was one of them a fish? No, I think you're thinking of um, that game with the fish, where the, the fishing rod and the magnet. Oh, go fish. Oh, go yes. Fish. Yes, you're right. I've done that again. Go fish. Were there, was there a hippo? Was there a big hungry hippo? Hippo? I can put down hippo. Um, Again, I, I haven't. I don't know. I haven't played the game. Are, are any of these? Oh yes, but the silent killer is the property market. Is that right? <laughs> Actually, some of these could be quite good as sort of a table setting, wouldn't they? If there was, if if maybe Hasbro, the maker of Cluedo, was was throwing some sort of corporate event, each table setting could be a different weapon in made out of napkins. Yeah, the gun would be hard, but not impossible. Um, the candlestick, I mean, I just do a flute, no one would know. Um, I mean, if there was something like a lead pipe, you could potentially get away with the flute shape too. I do have black napkins as well. I do black and white. Wow. Very progressive. So how many, yeah. we've got rope, candlestick, gun, fish, hippo in the property market. Shall we put six? I think it's right. And I think I there's think as many weapons as there are characters. Which right. is six, and I think, and a word can be a weapon too. Sometimes word is the harshest weapon. So mm. do you want to add word and say seven? Yeah, why not? Well, well no, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Thank you, don't, Genevieve. Don't restrict yourself. That's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> no matter your qualification. Actually, if taking Genevieve's advice, I think there's a hundred weapons, and let's name them all. You would like us to now name ninety-three more weapons. I think we should name ninety-three Hammer, more weapons. Electric cord. Genevieve's Peter. off. Harpoon. We're off. Sticks and stones. Nunchucks. Ballistic. I would have to say milk as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on nine. Guitar? Rusty nail. Rusty nail. Maybe we say six. Maybe we just go with six. Okay, we'll lock in six. Let's go six. Question number three. Who sang the 1983 duet We've Got Tonight with Kenny Rogers? Oh, great track. Pivoting to music. Actually, you love that track, Genevieve. Could you give us a little quick rendition? Of we've got tonight, but do it out of the I melody. I actually for legal do reasons. a spoken word piece in, um, inspired by it. Oh, really? Oh, wow. It goes Trish. like this: um, What do we have? We've got tonight. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, I am wiping away a tear. That was beautiful, Genevieve. Thank you. You're so wow. talented. I can't believe that you were unemployed. No, I've got my old job back. Actually, thanks. 
So what is your old job again, sorry? Uh, working with the family um, in a restaurant just that's local. What's the restaurant called? Well, it sounds it very fulfilling. Uh, it's the Pemberton's. Pemberton's. It's very local. That's your surname. What, um, yeah, that's my family restaurant. Oh, it's the family restaurant. What type of um, food is it? Oh, it's not actually a restaurant. I just still live with my parents because I didn't get a job. So what we do is I set up the table most nights and I get a bit of pocket money for it. Most so. nights. So not every night. Okay. <laughs> is it like a hospitality thing where Monday, a lot of restaurants are closed on a Monday? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. Monday. No family meal on a Monday. No, play cribbage on a Monday. <laughs> Kenny Rogers sung the song We've Got Tonight in 1983. Uh, apparently it was a duet. Do we know who, 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 who Kenny Rogers sang songs with? Dolly Parton? <laughs> who Kenny Rogers? Who Kenny Rogers sang song with? <laughs> well, May he rest in peace. Yeah. We, yes, exactly. Yeah, he did. Do we know who Kenny Rogers sang songs with was yeah. the full of the sentence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Dolly Parton, for example. Islands in the Stream. Is there any others? That is what we are. You must. You sound good at poetry as well. That was beautiful. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. Can you sing, Kathy? <laughs> Can I sing? <laughs> Legally, no. But yes, I am a very good singer. Legally, no. There's just some sort of ban on you singing. I, I, I'm, legally, I'm not allowed to sing on land. But while I cook oh. in the air, I must be singing. What's your, what's your usual, what's your go-to track for cooking up a curry in the sky? Killing in the name of. Oh, <laughs> wow. Do you know it? Yeah, the uh, Rage Against the Machi- Machine track. Yes, it's beautiful, very calming. Who do we reckon? 1983, Kenny Rogers. All right, you've got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? <laughs> Tonight. I can't, yeah, I'm just trying to think. It's so hard, isn't is it? Is it a female vocal? I've never heard it. It is a female vocalist, definitely. Um, I would love the idea man. of Kenny Rogers singing We've Got Tonight with a man. A man. <laughs> Lee Kurtigan. Maybe it was. Why not, I say. Yeah. Honestly, like that ha- That should happen more often, I reckon. Bravo. Yeah. He had strong bear vibes near the end there. Is it, a, is it a, what genre of song is it? Country and Western, surely. Yeah. Mm. Is it an Emmy Lou Harris or a Linda Ronstadt? I don't a... know what's being said. Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt? What? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good shout, that. Bonnie Raitt? I reckon it could be Bonnie Raitt. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm. Is that kind of, that's kind of what she does, isn't it? I feel like the confidence in your tone is making me feel confident, so yeah. Yeah. Bonnie Raitt, do you want to say Bonnie Raitt? I want to say Bonnie Raitt. I want you to say it. Bonnie Raitt. Does that please you, Genevieve? Yes. Thank you. Okay, question number four. I'd love to see this on a table display, actually. What sort of mythical creature is a wyvern? I've got a cousin called wyvern. <laughs> hmm. Male or female? Or? Female. Oh, okay, non-binary. What does, what does she do? Does she work in the same industry? Is she in culinary delight? No, she's 12, yet to enter the workforce. Oh. But the oh. world's her oyster. Bit late. Yeah. Is it wyvern or wyvernay? Oh, there's no E on the end. Why, Vern? Um, yeah, is it just like an angry grandfather? Uh, why, Vern? Reese, are you into sort of your Lord of the Rings, your sort of fantasy I world? think I seem like I might be, but I am not. It's a, it's a blind spot for me. I like a lot of other things. I like gaming. I like... That's about the end. No, I've, I've, I've never seen a Lord of the Rings. I've never seen one of them... So it's a mythical creature. So it's not like a liger where they've mixed a tiger with a lion. It's a mythical creature. No, yeah, it's a mythical creature. What sort of mythical creature is a wyvern? I think most mythical creatures, and I don't know, Brains Trust, if 
you could back me up on this, is usually an animal mixed with another animal. It's usually a bit of another thing and then kind of a Frankenstein, Frankenstein's mm. monster of animals. Fawns, centaurs, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and usually birds. I feel like it's it's like, oh, I'm a cow, but I've got wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The winged cow. Is that what it is? Yeah, the wyvern. Oh, That's... there you go. I forgot. <laughs> I like Not to throw cow. a spanner in the works, but my cousin was named after an elf. So you reckon an elf? It could have just been a family connection. To an elf. Are mm. you part elf? Mm. That's very personal. I just can't. And I mean, yes. I can't quite see your ears at the moment. Are they? Well, yeah. it is a podcast, isn't it? Yeah. No one can see my ears. Mm, do they? Are they sort of a pointy? They're pointy down the bottom. Which could mean she. I mean, she could have had her ears done. It's a very common thing yeah. for elves in Hollywood. Um, so winged cow or elf? Wyvern. Wyvern. They're our wyvern. two big contenders at the moment, Ruth. Do you know that movie Stand by Me? Yep. And one of the characters' names is Vern. Mm. Yep. That's one of my favourite characters, that one. So, I mean, there is a lot of evidence stacked up behind Elf and also a lot of evidence stacked up behind Winged Cow. So, Reese, do you want to lock in? I there? think a mixture of the both, an elvish winged cow. Great, an elfish winged cow. Question number five. In which country did the Velvet Revolution take place? That sounds like oh. a sexual mm. position. Um, do you ever make napkins, napery designs using velvet? Uh, uh, thank you for asking. Um, I think that the absorbency of the of the um, vulva is not a problem, but it's just the texture because there's quite a lot of people who have a condition called haptodysphoria, which means they don't they have an aversion. I've got it, Genevieve. You've got it. I've got haptodysphoria. Yeah, so this is why I, I probably wouldn't work. I, I haven't worked with velvet, not since um, the goth ball of 1998 because <laughs> I just think that and, and at that time I was only an apprentice anyway. What does a goth wear to a ball? Because I would say goths, kind of their thing is – Overly dressed at all times. So what do you? What oh, do you? No, what do they actually, wear to a ball? No, no. Sorry, I think I've I think I've um, misled you by saying goth because that's all. Um, it's an uh, um, what's it called? An acronym. acronym. And what's the acronym? What for, does it stand for? Uh, for the shouldn't, German shouldn't otters take this long. terrestrial heritage. The German otters terrestrial heritage ball. And otters yeah. is that is that actual otters or are we talking uh, the term used in gay slang for a young bear? Um, the latter. Yeah. Okay. And what? <laughs> so, so the German otters, um, they favour a velvet napkin. Yeah, they do. They're very much um, about the the textures, about the feel. Um, uh, so, yeah, we had a whole, so many different fabrics. It was really mm. great. But I feel like I'm, I'm getting off track now. No, I, I don't have, want to hear about my history. I have one more question, actually, about the ball. What is okay. the terrestrial yep. heritage of the German otters? Um, so, obviously, the otters <laughs> being both a land and sea animal, the, um, the heritage uh, covers the historical side of the, of the land um, history mm. as opposed to anything. So as soon as they hit the water, not our business anymore. That's what they used to say. <laughs> so it's now the gosh ball. <laughs> the sea heritage. No, that's um it's actually the goa ball, which is the aquatic heritage. <laughs> Great. Which I mean they never would never see use. Him. Velvet. I learned my lesson. They'd never use velvet there. Uh, so but the question was in which country did the Velvet Revolution take place? This bothers me because I have heard of it. 
But my mind is like a sieve, coincidentally, one of the most useful kitchen implements. Well, you go you go country to country, don't you? You must well, you must well, be I picking do. up you must be picking up facts all over the place as you fly places, picking up, you know, or feeding uh, customers from different places around the world, having chats. You know, I'm sure they're calling the chef out to walk down the aisles. Oh, <laughs> seat 15C wants to say hi. Well, yes, uh, you know, and I do appreciate that. Usually, people want to congratulate me on their on their meals, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, but I am a pacifist, and I hate all talk of wars and revolutions. So I really try to tune that out. Sometimes, sometimes revolutions can be to end wars. I've tuned you out. Sorry. Yeah, I've I'm I was gone for a good three minutes there. The Velvet Revolution, Reese. Do you have a place <laughs> that you'd like to lock in? Um, I mean, where do revolutions usually happen? Russia, isn't it? Russia's a big place um, yeah. for revolutions. They love one there. America's had a couple as well. The Revolutionary War, famously. I think that was that was them, wasn't it? Mm, that was one of their big ones. Yeah. I Look, let's go Russia. Russia. Happy to look in Russia. Question number six. Nico is the Japanese word for which animal? Nico. I think it might be the wyvern. Nico mm. is the Japanese word for the wyvern. Wyvern. Well, the Nikon is the uh, brand of camera, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Pelican is like the camera of the, the sky in many ways. What are those ways? <laughs> Mostly just the eyes, isn't it? It's the eyes. It's that they can see. My grandmother often said the Pelican is the window to the soul. Did you do any Japanese cooking in the sky, cafe? No, I refuse to. Is there, are you not allowed, is there some sort of law against that as well? Or are you just very racist? No, of course not. I'm just uh, allergic to many Japanese ingredients. Rice? No, I love rice. No problems with rice. That's Mirin. lucky because the, the curry would really struggle without when, the rice. You're not wrong. Can we come back just for a second? When you chose to do the curries in the sky, was there any thought of what it would do to people's bodies up there? Was there any tests done before you just went full fleet Curries for everyone. Like, was there a conversation about the size of the tanks on the plane and what they could take? I do understand what you're alluding to here. What I'm saying Um, is the food, just to make it clear to the listeners, the food on planes does make you, uh, let's say the curries go in the same way that they came out. The curries go in Mm -hmm. the same way Way they they come come out. out. I think it's thinking less of a direction and more of a consistency. Consistency. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's all good. I'm actually um, here to help you, Reese, as part of your <laughs> Sorry, brand's yeah, trust right, and not <laughs> be attacked. I've actually never heard anyone complain you're right, I about airline anyway. So this is all well, news to me. And I'm, I'm actually a little offended. I'm not going to lie. I think the Nico is. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Genevieve. I think it's a, like a land, a small land mammal, like. Um, a rabbit. Yeah, I reckon rabbit. Rabbit? We'll lock in rabbit. Yeah. Question number seven. Captain W.E. Johns created which fictional air adventure? Captain W.E. Johns created which fictional air adventure? Do you know Captain Johns, Cathay? I'm not personally. Now, this is a tricky one because I strictly deal in non-fiction air adventures in my day-to-day. Yeah. Uh. But uh, let's think about the famous ones. Uh, All the, the balloon air adventures? The Iraq War, that that was based on fiction. Am I right, guys? That was an air adventure based on fiction. So, that was, yeah. so I think you should write down the Iraq War. Okay, looking in for question seven, the Iraq 
War. Question eight. Who is the fiancé of British property developer Count Eduardo Mozzi? I know this one, actually. I think it's Beatrice. Oh. Beatrice, like a friend of yours. It is. No, no, no. No, no my, my friend Beatrice is uh, twice married, actually, and divorced. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, because she had to delay her wedding. Yeah, I've read this. I'm pretty sure it's Beatrice. I'm, I mean, I'm, other ha- one. I'm happy to... No, it's Beatrice. <laughs> They were to be married on May 27th. Devastating, really. Were you invited? Oh, no, I don't know her. Oh. I was. I don't know her either, but I was invited. Is this Princess Beatrice? Who do you think it might be? I don't know. I, I, without the title, I just didn't. I don't hear a name and immediately think, oh, that must be a royal. With the name Beatrice? Yeah, even I've, I've got a lot. My name's Kyron. It's a bizarre name. People have strange names. No offence. Not. Are not you a, a royal? No, I'm not a royal. Mm. No. I'm not a royal, but I will be when I'm very old. Really? Yeah, I'll become an old queen. When you, when I turn about 45, <laughs> I will automatically be an old queen. And I get Not to start saying things like, oh, dow. Um, I don't know a royal, but I do know a baron. Oh. I know a baron as well, actually, an Irish baron. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to call them that anymore. Oh, sorry. Oh, Is that, as in you know someone <laughs> with the... <laughs> Question number nine. What is the nickname of the Australian swimming team? Um... Oh. Well, it depends who you're asking. The sharks or something. Well, you call them the sharks, do you? What do you call them, Cathy? Cute little squiddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, God bless her. When you look at them, you do think they are cute, don't yeah. you? Yeah. What do I call well, them? Well, what's a native fish? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, it's just fish. Maybe they're just the fish. The fishies. Barramundis. Barramundis. Mm. Oh, the snappers? Snappers mm. is good. Delicious. The flippers? Mm. Bassa is very cheap at the moment. <laughs> the Aussie Marlins. The oh, Aussie. That's not a very good nickname if we can't even think of it off the top of our heads. Like, that's supposed to be catchy, don't you think? Yeah. Is, oh, it, is it just the Ians? Torpe- oh, yeah, yeah they're all the torpedoes. The old paddle feats. Actually, it is easier to remember the nicknames of the swimmers themselves. Yeah, there's Baldy. Mm-hmm. There's Torlo. Jono. Macca. White arms. Shave legs. There's wetsuit. Disqualified for wearing a wetsuit. <laughs> Tight pants, budgie smuggler. Put that down. I, I want it to be the Australian budgie smugglers. The Australian. It's very high up on my search terms. Yeah. I think that would be. That'd be Please welcome to the stadium. The budgie smugglers. smugglers. <laughs> because as we know, they welcome the Olympians very similar to a drag queen. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the stage, the bugly smugglers. The smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it the dolphins? No, because that, that doesn't roll off the tongue to me. I don't think. Like nicknames need the to Aussie kind dolphins. Of, the Aussie dolphins. The sounds. dolphos. Well, no. Now you're making it. You're putting a hat on a hat now. It's the Dolphmeisters. Oh boy. The Dolphins. Take those hats off. The Dolphs. Oh yeah. no 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 no. <laughs> Dolphin. I'd like. To, what would you like to lock in? I mean, it's not the nippers, but I think it's something. I think it's something. Oh, nippers. When they were a little baby. Oh, imagine little baby Olympians. Oh, little teeny tiny ones all lined up getting ready to jet with their like with their uh, big bellies, little babies with big bellies. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And they have to like, and the, their parents stand at the other side of the pool going, come on. And they, ah, and they fall in and we lose a few. But, have, but have the you... winner, oh, it's a strong baby. Has anyone been to a school carnival for like... Year ones, year twos. Oh, it's the greatest. We mm. went we went to one last year. 
I got to say, without making this sound creepy, they should sell tickets to those things. Yeah. We and did know a child. Just yeah, to be we clear. weren't just wandering past a school and went, should we take in a, a carnival today? <laughs> I don't think that makes it less creepy. Did you also know the parents? Nope. 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 No, we just we just had met a child we recently. We had met a child. I kind of made friends with them uh, mm. as I walked past their school every day. Well, you were playing on the swings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Jesus There's heaps of them out there, isn't there? Swings or kids? Children. Children. They're like literally everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what is we the nickname of, time of on the planes. Australian swimming team? I think, what about the, is it porpoise? I mean, I yeah. don't think, oh, yeah, okay, porpoise it is. Uh, I'll lock in porpoise. Porpoise. For question nine. Question ten, the final question of today's quiz. Freetown oh. is the capital of which West African nation? Sorry, Freetown. what? Freetown is the capital of which West African nation? Is Tunisia, your Gabon, Guinea, Equatorial Guinea, Egypt, Morocco. No, that's too far east. Forget that. How embarrassing. Freetown is the name of the, Free of the city. Does that Free ring town, any bells Free town, Free for town. anybody? If you just say it ten times, it really helps jog your memory. Freetown, is it one of those places where um, they've named it almost out of hope? that like no, That's Hope Town. Freetown, Freetown. I love the more I say, the more I think that's going to just spark something in an area that I know nothing about. It does. It triggers your memory. It's a really good idea. Freetown, Freetown, Freetown. A memory of from when I was there. Freetown, 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 Freetown. I'm hungry. Freetown. I mean, I can name all 54 African nations. I just can't name their towns and cities. Can you name the uh, one that Freetown is the capital of? At, at this point, we're really just looking for the name of a West African nation. That's I've is, named is Ghana. Take your pick. Is Ghana in West Africa? Ish. <laughs> Lock it in. It's question ten. Let's just Let's do this. Ghana. I've got to know the answers. Ghana. Okay, that is the answers of ten questions. Are we ready? Genevieve, so seems, Genevieve seems oh. hurried. Like she might need to get. Back home. Are your parents expecting you? No, it's my day off. Are we ready for a reality check? <laughs> I think it's 10 from 10. Yeah, what are you hoping for out of 10? If we get one of these right, fuck, something's wrong. Uh, genuinely, I'm hoping for one as well. Just just one shining light in, a, in, a, in an absolute den of darkness. <laughs> I, on the other hand, feel extremely confident. That will get nine. I, I do think we should have gone with cute little squiddies, but apart from that, well, confident. You have the confidence of someone still working in the airline business, and I like that. Here we go with the answers. Question number one was, the president of the International Olympic Committee is Thomas Barack who? Obama. You said Thomas keeping all his feet on the ground in the walking one. The answer was, bark. Oh. oh. Like the composer. Very close, though. Mm. Like I, the composer or like the tree? Or like the dog? Uh, like... The Olympic Committee president. Number two. <laughs> Question number two was, how many weapons are there in the original version of Cluedo? You said seven. The answer was no. six. Oh. We wavered. Mm. Closer than 100, though. Yeah. For bonus points, you said, what are the weapons? Rope, candlestick, gun, fish, hippo, property market, and word. 
The answers were candlestick, dagger, lead pipe, revolver, rope, and wrench. What did you get? You got one, two... So these are points. Three. Yeah, bonus points here. Guys, we got three points. This is great. You got yeah. three points. That's not a bad effort. Hoping question, for higher by this stage. Question number... You've got three points and we're on question two and you're hoping for higher. Yes. Question number three. Who sang the 1983 duet We've Got Tonight with Kenny Rogers? You said <gasps> Bonnie Raitt. The answer was Sheena Easton. Well, I don't even know who that That's is. That's not a person. No. That's not a person. No. She and sang Strut, a very empowering song. And Which, Sorry, you can't sing that kind of music and have the last name Easton. That's not right. You Why wouldn't you change your last name to Weston? You can and she did. Question number four. What sort of mythical creature is a, wes- is a wyvern? You said elfish winged cow. Yep. The answer was dragon. Shut up. It's so close. That's, that's what we in our family call an elfish winged cow, a dragon. Practically the same. Yeah, same if you thing. think about it, the elfish bits the ears and then like the largeness of the dragon is comparable to a cow. And you can the wings, milk a dragon. Really said. You can milk you a can dragon. You can milk a dragon. It's hard, you can. but you can. And it's, very, it's very spicy milk. Question number five. In which country did the Velvet Revolution take place? You said Russia. The answer was Czechoslovakia. Which I'm sure at some point was part of Russia. Question number six. Nico is the Japanese word for which animal? You said rabbit. The answer was cat. The cat, the the rabbits of the house. Question number seven. Captain W.E. Johns created which fictional air adventurer? You said the the Iraq Iraq War. War. The answer was Biggles. Question number eight. No, no. To be fair, I thought you said adventure, not adventurer. Oh, Oh, yeah, I thought you said adventure as well. (laughs) Sorry. Question eight. Who is the fiance of British property developer Count Eduardo Mossi? You said Princess Beatrice. The answer was Princess Beatrice. Bravo. Yes. That's such a win. I do really feel sorry for my friend Beatrice, but that's another story. Question (laughs) nine. What is the nickname of the Australian swimming team? You said porpoises. The answer was dolphins. Oh, fuck. Mm. I am never going to hear the end of this. And question 10. Freetown is the capital of which West African nation? Freetown. 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 You said Freetown a lot, and then you landed on Ghana. Ghana. The answer is Sierra Leone. Four out of ten. Four times what I thought we'd get. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also given that three of those were bonus points of the weapons of Cluedo. Yeah. But even even without that, you would have got one. You would have got one I'm, with Princess um, Beatrice. I which, by that. Which was your I'm target. Really upset. Just the four points there. Genevieve Pemberton, uh, do you follow Susie Youssef on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram? No idea what you're talking about, but I'm very much uh, a supporter of, um, of of diversity and of talent, so I will look into this person. I haven't seen uh, Susie do any napery uh, in the past. Maybe that could, if you do follow her, you could suggest that perhaps that she could jump on jump on the Instagram perhaps and uh, whip out some of some of your napery skills. Whip out. I am thinking about running online courses because uh, you've got to make money somehow. <laughs> And Cathay Pacific, uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, do you follow Bride- Do you follow Bridie Connell by any chance? She's very funny. Religiously, I think you find it's Bridie K Connell, and despite the fact she's blacklisted from most commercial aircraft, what a treat! <laughs> 
And Reese Nicholson, congratulations on four out of ten. Thank you. Uh, thank you That's very much. Going to be on my tombstone. <laughs> congratulations on four out of a real four out of ten. <laughs> we'll so, see you next time. Reese Nicholson story. Goodbye. <laughs>